Welcome. Welcome. So, <laughs> yeah, today I want to chat about, um, I was thinking back to the time when I took a year off of social media and what I learned in that experience and really how it was life-changing in a lot of ways. And, yeah. and I'm thinking about this now because it's been a little while since I've done this. I'm like, hmm. A year's a long time. kind of like, maybe I want to do that again. Yeah. Something really is, especially as we're moving into um, election season. <laughs> oh, geez, Louise. I don't know if I could do a full year. I mean, I could if I had to, obviously. You could. But yeah. uh, I definitely take off like days, yeah, you weeks. You seem to take off weeks and occasionally yeah. a month and just like right. walk away I, I after like you get so, so annoyed. Uh, that's what it normally seems to be for you. You kind of yeah. like snap. You know, that's it. I'm done. See, so impulsive. I'm, I'm so the, angry. The at decision Facebook. is impulsive for me, which really makes sense for both of our personalities. That you're like, nope, I'm gonna do this challenge for one year. I'm gonna see how it goes. And I'm like, I, I hate everything. I'm shutting it off. <laughs> Throwing my phone in the lake. And then you come back. And then I come back. Yeah. So anyway. So anyway, if so you're yes. watching this live with us, I mean, I guess you're kind of on social media. I don't know if YouTube is technically social media some people sure, say it is i would but think so for me it's not this that's a different issue it doesn't feel social to me it feels I, maybe like entertaining some of it is. uh i don't know whereas instagram twitter facebook all feel very much like these are legit social media sites uh, but anyway so uh yeah let's just discuss some of this um if you are watching live with us um welcome welcome thanks for being thanks here for coming to hang out yeah and one of the cool things about this is... Yeah, and have you ever done this? Yeah, have you taken a, a social chunk. media fast? Yeah. Let us know in the comments. I'd love to hear from you kind of what's mm -hmm. going on there. But um, but yeah, this is one of those things that was really, really helpful. So the, the first time, or when I did this year-long thing, it was actually during our year-long sabbatical uh, where I stepped away from work for a year, which we've done a podcast or two about that. So you can go listen in if you want more detail on that. I don't want to go down all that now, but... Point is, during that, I, I realized, all right, I can take a year off of work and I'm going to fill that time with something. It's going to be really easy for me to just fill that with social media, which I did not want to do. And so yeah. I'm like, well, I'm just going to might as well just take off that for a year too. And and I'm really glad I did. And so my, my uh, hope with this podcast episode really is to maybe give you some inspiration, maybe not to take a whole year. Like I don't, you know, that's a big ask. But to consider taking breaks from it from time to time, uh, mm -hmm. especially if it affects you the way that maybe it affects both of us. You said affect both of us. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for correcting me. Uh, <laughs> it just is funny. But yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah I guess yeah. I should say how it's affected me. I, I mean, I think there's lots of studies shown about how it affects people. People, but I do think masses. it affects different people different ways. Sure. And part of that is based on who you follow. Well, yeah, and how you use it. Yeah. Like yeah, you yeah. said, YouTube isn't social for you, but I bet for some people it is. Yeah, it might be. You know? But but I think there are some people who follow Yeah, like you could go on Instagram and only follow Bible verse things and things like where people are sharing the word, and your experience is gonna be very, very different mm -hmm. than if it's all of your old high school friends or whatever and people who are going on vacations all the time and you're feeling jealous and, and Home whatever. like you know, yeah, decorating. Things that are uh, creating discontent in your right. life. And so you can have very different experiences on social because of that. But I right. think 
yeah. Anyway, so in my case, I've just found over and over and over again that every time I log on to, let's say, Instagram or Facebook, doesn't really matter, either one of them, uh, I don't spend 15 minutes or 30 minutes on there and feel like, man, I feel so much better. Like, I don't think I've ever in my life had that experience where <laughs> I do that and I leave that's later. A good, and I'm that's like, a good thought. I feel better. Like I am, I feel more connected to God. I feel more inspired. I feel more like any of that. It almost every single time is way worse than that. The complete opposite of that. And that was just one of those things for me, just as a, um, you know, self-observation, whatever. I just realized this is good for me to know, good information for me to have. Mm -hmm. Do you have yeah. that? Yeah, I don't, I don't know that I've ever been like, man, that was... That was a great use of my time. But, yeah, I think I often, you're right, but I always go back to it, which is surprising. Okay, so it reminds me of... Uh, How does that work? I eat better now than I used to. But when I was, say, in high school, like I, Pepsis, I would drink like five to seven Pepsis, can of Pepsis Didn't you tell me you didn't drink water? I, oh, yeah. I went years without drinking water. <laughs> Which now I'm like, what in the How do you heck even was survive? I thinking? And I was like an athlete. Like, it just made absolutely no sense. Um, but uh, anyway, so so that was kind of the thing. And then the other thing I would do is I would eat huge bags of Doritos and just like gobble them down until they were gone. And the thing about Doritos, and you could say this about a lot of things, like a bag of M&Ms or whatever, but it's like once you start, it's hard to stop. Yeah. It just like pulls you in and it your really belly does. doesn't feel full and it's like – all the MSG or whatever's on those Doritos, man. Oh. It's like you just can't put them down. Oreo cookies are another one. Yes. I could not eat two or five or even ten Oreo cookies. Like I had to eat half the bag. Like, and I just went until my belly was just like, dude, give me a break. Give me a break. And, and then uh, afterwards you're like, oh, why did yeah, I oh, do yeah. that? Oh, yeah, that's the thing. That's my point. Why? Is it's so enticing, attractive, pulls you in, and then – you know, and again, this is my experience. Maybe you're like the complete opposite, and maybe the only thing you do to go on social is to watch the Seed Time Money podcast, and you're like, "Social is awesome because I leave smarter and wiser, and I feel so much great." That's right. You know, but hopefully. my experience has been different. Right. So hopefully, we're making people smarter and wiser. Yeah, that's a goal, right? Like, if we're gonna add anything to social, I don't want it to be a bag of Doritos. I want it to be like the opposite. Like, we're a fresh, clean, organic salad with like a homemade vinaigrette. You know. Or something like that. I'd rather oh, it be that where you feel like, oh, I feel good I feel after eating great. this. Or some wild Alaskan salmon right off the boat, you Ooh, know. Can we have uh, that for dinner tonight? I don't by know, the maybe, way? maybe. Salmon sandwich sounds great. It does sound good. Okay. okay. All right. We're getting distracted here. But all right, so let's kind of You dive brought in. it up. This is your fault. It is my fault. But now okay, we're so one of the first things that I learned in this season, in that year, when I took this year off of social, is I felt more present. Mm. I'm more present with my kids, with you, with friends. Uh, and that felt really good because I didn't realize how not present I was until yeah. I was more present because <laughs> it's like you don't notice it, you know? Mm -hmm, totally. Right? Yeah. I mean, have you had this experience? Oh, sure. Yeah. And there, I was on Marco Polo for a long time. Yeah. And I was talking to my friends a lot in St. Louis but I was living in Nashville, and I noticed after I got off Marco Polo how quickly I developed friendships in Nashville. Yep. Like part of the reason I, I was holding on to it was because I was like, my friends are there, and I don't have as many friendships here. And I was desiring that, but I didn't know how to get it. And I noticed as soon as I kind of like shut that down, all of a sudden I started developing a lot more 
better and deeper friendships here. Yeah, you needed to close that door in order door. to have the other one open. Yeah. Yeah, and I, which was fascinating I think that's to me. So I was true. like, I did. That was something. One of those things that I was like, "This is not. That's not the problem." Yeah. You know, but yeah. it for me it was. Yeah. So that was one part of, and that'll tie into the second point we'll make in just a minute. But another part of this, in terms of being present, it was with all of this, but it was also with with God. You know, because again, mm. like, there's something about our society right now where none of us like to be bored, and yeah. we're so. <laughs> And I kind of think boredom is healthy. Like, I think yeah. it's just what God designed for us not to always be uh, our heads spinning. And, and I don't mean boredom like, you know, what's that Bible verse about? Um, Idle hands are yeah, the devil's. Yeah, whatever. I don't think that's the verse. Workshop. You, you get the point. Um, and so I don't mean boredom in that way, but just right. in terms of having some space for your brain to think and not constantly be in, being inundated. I feel like that's natural and healthy, and we live in a world where that just never happens unless it's intentional. Right. So as kids growing up, I think we had a little bit of boredom that we still experienced because oh, yeah. we didn't have the internet yet and whatever. But but now I think it's just you have to work mm-hmm. at not being um, busy and not having your mind constantly filled. And So anyway, so that was one of those things where I would get on my phone and now – or you know, pick my phone up, and now social media is not an option. So it's like, all right, well, what do I do? I guess I could open the Bible app. You know, and, and so anyway, so instead of, yeah, like <laughs> leaning mean, first with Instagram, it's like now I'm leading with the Bible app or I'm like, well, there's nothing else to do on my phone. So I don't know. Maybe I'll talk to God or maybe I'll stand in line at Starbucks. Maybe I'll talk to my neighbor and like start yeah. a conversation. And so it just it went back to the way things were. It, it brought me back to the way things were 15, 20 years ago mm-hmm. before this crazy social media world. Right? Yeah. I mean, and I it, found that really healthy. I think it is healthy too. I mean, yeah, yeah. It, it, it is. It's one of those things that I think everybody has this. Like, I'd really like to do this, but it's so hard to do it. It's yeah. hard to make that decision and draw the line in the sand, you know. Well, and I think that's why this year long thing was so beneficial for me because the 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 all or nothing thing works so much better. It's mm. not easy to say I'm going to cut back on social media or I'm going to cut back on eating sugar. Like, it's just hard to do. It's a whole lot easier, actually, to just say I'm not going to do any of it at all yeah. for X amount of time. Right. And I, yeah. So anytime I've done any sort of fasting, like, or with foods like that, that's worked so much better for me. Just, you know? G- cut it out. Yeah. yeah. The whole so, thing. Anyway, that's the argument, I think, for a social media fast of any, you know, sort. But the other thing I noticed here was um, enhanced and improved social interactions. Mm. Okay. So. Well, yeah. And that's kind of what I was just talking about. Yeah, and right. so what that also meant for me, you know, kind of like I was talking about the Starbucks line or friends, because I would have thought that if I step away from social media for a year, I did think this, and I was nervous about this, that all my other friends, their lives are just going to continue, yeah. and every, they're all going to connect and get to know each other better and all this stuff, and I'm just going to be left out and blah, blah, blah. Like, that was the thing I was scared of, and that just wasn't the case at all. And it was kind of the opposite because I sought out more one-on-one time, more um, interpersonal uh, connection with people. And so it actually developed and deepened my relationships. And again, I'm not sitting here saying that you can't do that over social media. Like we have established relationships over social and and enhanced them over it. So Mm -hmm. you can definitely do that. But, But I'm saying for me specifically over this period, that was something I was terrified of. And the opposite happened to be what happened. Yeah. And so that was really good. Um, have you noticed that on any of your? I mean, the Marco Polo. Well, yeah, thing the Marco really Polo one, and it, it 
may it has made me a lot more intentional um because yeah when you have something else that's filling that void even though it's actually not really filling the void well what i should say is it's not bringing the satisfaction that you're looking for it's not yeah. bringing the the uh bonding that you're looking for and so but you have this thing that's filling the void right so it it it's it makes you think that it's you know, giving you that, but it's actually not. Yeah. And so I have actually been really intentional with trying to connect with different people. Yeah. Like, and this is just me, like, honestly, finding, trying to find friendships in a new city was that I, as soon as I kind of shut that one door of like, I'm not going to spend, you know, and I still had relationships with these people, you know, that I was talking to, but it was like, I can't put all my focus and all my attention on these friendships when I need someone in town who (laughs) I can hang out with, you know, real physical, right. Face to face contact. Like, yeah. yeah. And I I was missing that so bad. I wanted to go get coffee with a friend, but all my friends were in St. Louis, you know? Yeah. And so I I wasn't having that, but now I'm like very intentional of like, okay, that person is someone that I would like to spend more time with. I'm going to text them and find out when they're available and I'll make myself available. So yeah, I definitely agree with that. How do you feel like this has, uh, affected our relationship with our kids like i mean that season do you remember well that season was interesting because we had a newborn we did and which i'm really glad i got to you need a drink there buddy (laughs) buddy um yeah and i think you know when whenever you have a baby you just it's easy to just sit and scroll when you're just holding the baby but i think there. I think there's also studies for this, too, that show about the intentionality of looking at your child when they're in your arms or even while they're sleeping. Like you just giving them your attention and love is, yeah, there's a different outcome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think that that's, yeah, I think that was that was that was big. Plus, I mean, with Alden, I feel like the two of you. So he was what, four? Around that that age, he was like three. Around that age, the two of you just you guys were buddies. And I feel like some of those some of those early times where you've said no intentional no's to other things and and given him more attention, I feel like the two of you are like this. Yeah. That could also be because he's a lot like me. <laughs> and you and I get along. So the two of you are like, you know. Yeah. yeah. So another thing I noticed, this is kind of the third thing that I noticed in that season was um, – I felt so much more content mm. with um, with my life, with everything. And and again, because like I mentioned before, social media has been a big source of discontent for me. Yeah. And, you know, because of God, how he wired me to, uh, I don't know, be an achiever and to chase after things. And, um, you know, I, I don't get satisfied super easy. <laughs> like even when <laughs> I do reach a goal, it's like I have a lot more. And, I, and I'm working really hard to... Uh, be content with where I am on the journey at any given point, mm-hmm. but um, but I, I don't ever want to stop. Like I want to keep chasing everything God has for me and for us and yeah, um, seed time as a whole. And uh, anyway, but what the downside of that is it's easy to become really discontent in social media. I think it makes it real, really easy to fan that flame and to fuel that fire mm-hmm. in a super negative way. And uh, And so anyway, so just stepping away, I just found that all those – Thoughts that would just regularly come in my head of discontent uh, just weren't there anymore. Mm. 
Yeah. And all of a sudden, I feel like I'm just living life without this regular um, occurrence of feeling like I'm not good enough. I'm not doing good enough. We're not blah, 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 whatever the thing is. Well, and there's not so much in front of you. Like for me, it's very much how things look. Like when I see these beautiful kitchens, you know, all the time and people on their beach vacations and and it, it paints a picture in my mind of the lifestyle that other people are living that I wish I could be living. Yeah. <laughs> when the truth is there are people wishing that they could be living the lifestyle we're living. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. And so it's it's not that I have anything bad. Like we, we actually have a pretty great thing going. But because I'm looking at other things, it just makes you... Yeah, yeah. And if you just remove that, it if changes you, it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's as simple as removing it, which right. is... You know, so interesting. It is interesting. You know, that it can literally be that easy. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's a lot of lessons there. I mean, yeah, and just from a financial standpoint, just not having temptations in front of you, uh, you know, so getting all the magazines, uh, the ad magazines from all the places you shop at, like just not getting them delivered to your house. Right. Like can simply reduce <laughs> what you're spending, you know. Yeah. And, and now the modern version of that really is Instagram. Um, totally. Like for you, especially. Yeah, for me, especially. Pinterest. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah. Okay. And uh, the other thing I noticed that was really eye-opening to me was, and this kind of ties into their thing, but just this idea of life passing me by. And so if I step away from a year for a year, like the whole world's going to move on and I'm going to be stuck in the dark ages. And <laughs> uh, I don't know. Like that was a big fear that I had, and especially with part of our business kind of being tied into social media a little bit. uh, That was really nerve wracking. But what I found was very, I don't know, it was just really surprising because at the end of that year, I remember coming back and feeling like um, two different things. The first one that life goes on without us. Mm -hmm. And, um, and you know what I mean? Like, yeah. In a hopefully not too defeatist way, but just an acknowledgement that, like, we're not as important as, you know, sometimes we may feel. Right. And that life just goes on. And, you know, and hopefully we make an impact on people's lives while we're here. But at the end of the day, when we die, most people are just going to move on pretty quick. You know what I right. mean? And and I think that's good. If we spend our lives making Jesus famous and trying to help people as much as we can, like it shouldn't be that much about us. And so that, yeah. that's kind of good and healthy in its way. But right. the other thing I noticed also at the end of that year, so that was kind of one side. The other side was, um, I don't know. It, it's like I stepped back and it felt like not much had changed either, you know, which was kind of, kind of weird because you'd think over a year – like a whole, because a whole lot does change. And so it was, it was like, yes, a lot had changed, but also at the same time, a lot was really similar. Mm. Um, and so I, you know, we look back at right now, 10 years ago to the way the world is now, it feels so different. Yeah. But fundamentally, there's also so many things that are really similar. Mm. And, uh, and it was the same way in, in, on this, you know, one year fast that I did. That's, that was really eye opening to me because I never would have thought that would feel that way. Interesting. Yeah. That is bizarre, but it's like, I mean, what really has happened? Like you, the type of friendships that I look for and long for are the ones that I can not see you for a year or two years and we can pick back up where we left off. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like those are the quality relationships to me where it's like no time has passed and it's not because nothing's changed, but it's just because 
we can be connected. Yeah. You know what I mean? We can still be connected even though we're not in on the daily things that happen. And yeah. so, yeah, a lot does change, but especially on social media where I feel like everything is fairly surface level. Not everything. Most things are fairly yeah. surface level where it's like, I got a puppy. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Where, the, you know, that's not life changing. I mean, it's life changing for the person who got it. But as far as how I relate to them, it doesn't yeah. change anything. Yeah. You yeah, know yeah. what I mean? And so uh, that makes a lot of sense, even though it is surprising at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. When you absolutely. think about it. Yeah. So anyway, the challenge for you today is, um, yeah, what's it look like if you do mm -hmm. some sort of social media fast? Because uh, I'm curious if you have the same experience that I have had, that you've had, where right. you just feel a little bit better when you take a break. Uh, and, yeah. and if you do this or if you've done this, I'd love to hear from you. Send us a DM on Instagram. We're mm -hmm. at Seed Time. And I'd love to hear what your social media experience has been. Go on social media to DM and send us a message. Uh, yeah. I'd yeah, we're not shutting you. it down today. So you yeah. can you can <laughs> message yeah, us. We'll be in there to say hi. Uh, yeah, and if you're enjoying the podcast or any other podcast, go ahead and take a screenshot of the episode you're on. Post on stories, tag us. You yeah, know, we'd like love it. to hear what you're enjoying. All that stuff. Yes, and please like it. That will, that's always helpful. Yeah. Do you want to read a review before we wrap oh, yeah. up? Let's give someone a gift card we and read get a review. We've been forgetting to do this lately. That I thought was really exciting. So this was the podcast. It was just a few weeks ago. I don't know how to read the rest of this. Great podcast for financial dot dot dot. <laughs> that's the title. <laughs> that's the title. Uh, the the user is M D L L S. <laughs> two, three, three, two. So if you're listening. If that's you, send us a message. We are going to send you a $25 Amazon gift card as a thank you. Yeah. But this user says, great podcast. I've read Simple Money, Rich Life and loved it. Awesome. Such a great combination of practical financial tips combined with spiritual wisdom. I especially love the focus on giving and having kingdom finance mentality. I'm planning to take the TFF and 10x course down the road. Awesome. In the meantime, I love the weekly podcast as a way to keep my financial priorities in order. Plus, always get a laugh out of something y'all say. Yep. Doing our best, <laughs> y'all. Doing our best. But anyway, yeah, if you haven't left us a review yet, we'd appreciate it um, mm -hmm. over on iTunes or wherever else you leave reviews. Yes. Um, and uh, if you're not subscribed over on uh, Facebook or, or I'm Facebook, you can like us. YouTube, you can subscribe. Whatever. <laughs> All the stuff. You guys know, you what, know to what to do. You know what to do. But uh, thanks for coming to hang out. I see Lady Eileen and Karen and Michael and yes, Chandra. Chandra. Thank you all for coming to hang out with yeah. us live and leaving some comments. Good to see you. And we will see you all next week, 1 p.m. Central Time on YouTube. See ya. See ya. Thanks for joining us on the Seed Time Money Podcast. And remember, money isn't the goal, but it's simply a tool to help you fulfill your purpose and your calling. And we'd love to help you achieve true financial freedom faster with our email newsletter. So if you want exclusive money tips and hope-filled encouragement in your inbox, head over to seedtime.com to get signed up.